Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. And I pray for those online, those on TV, we love you, we treasure you. That is why we take the time to bring this to you. And anytime you are in the area, just stop by. And thanks to all those reaching out as well. Thank you for all the wonderful testimonies that are coming in. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Wow. What a time that we've had in God's presence lately. All right. My Lord, someone sent a testimony and requested for prayer about something. And their testimony was, I've been watching on TV. And please pray for me. I know that when you pray, God will answer. Amen. That was their testimony. Amen. So keep sending in those reports. It's a blessing to everyone here and to all of us. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right. We are talking about walking in wisdom this morning. Turn your Bibles. The Bible says one of the things about wisdom, um, Job, des- Job describing it in the book of Job, he put, he put it this way. He says it has the ability to turn mountains by the roots. It has the ability to turn mountain by the root. Job chapter 28 verse 9. And so I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, as we begin this series, as we go through this month and do a study on wisdom, any challenge facing you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, by virtue of the wisdom of God, may it be overturned in Jesus' name. By virtue of the wisdom of God, may you know the steps to take and may you not miss your way in jesus mighty name amen every challenge every problem human problem has a solution in the word of god and pay close attention so keys will be delivered to you as we dig into god's word amen turn with me to proverbs chapter one thank you lord jesus proverbs chapter one proverbs chapter one He says, the prophets of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. The prophets of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. Why the book of Proverbs? When an author is writing a book, they will tell you the why of the book. Why am I writing this book? And if you study this closely, just this few verses, you will know there are four reasons that he lists here between chapter 1 to chapter, um, from verse 1 to verse 6. The first thing is to know. The second thing is to perceive. The third thing is to receive. And the fourth thing is to give. And we'll, 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 we'll get into all that. Very, very, very important. To know, to perceive, verse 1, verse 2 says, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, 3, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, 4, to give prudence to the simple, to the man, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. Four things he's saying to us is the reason why he wrote this book. Solomon was a very wise person. 
So if he was living in our day and you were interviewing Dr. Solomon and he said, Dr. Solomon, why did you write the book of Proverbs? He tells you right here the four reasons why he wrote it. And he says, to know wisdom. The very first thing, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, that wisdom is the principal thing, and in all you're getting, get understanding. So you notice that he puts wisdom first. Wisdom is the principal thing. If, if for every challenge, for every situation, for every decision that you have to make, if you have the wisdom of God, you will know what to do. When, we go, when, we, when you get, go to a school, there is the principal of the school. That's the topmost person in the school. Wisdom is the principal thing. It's the first and foremost thing. And you see, wisdom can be defined as the ability to use knowledge. Or sometimes it's a skill. Sometimes it's, it's the ability to know what to do in every situation. To apply the knowledge that you have. And if you have wisdom and when you walk in wisdom, it, it affects the way you think. And it affects your actions. In Proverbs chapter 24, notice this. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 31 to 34, it says, And it was all overgrown with thorns. It surfaced, uh, Proverbs chapter 24, let's start from verse 30, it says, I went by the field of the lazy man, and by the vineyard of the man devoid of understanding, and there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles. Its stone was, wall was broken down. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. So shall your poverty come like a prowler and your need like an armed man. Everybody can go by the field, but the wise man sees things and thinks differently. And based on what you see and the way you think, your actions follow. And that's what shows up in your life. We can all, we can all be reading the Bible. But how you see things and how you hear and how you process it determines your response. I can preach, and I, I, I believe God's word, that there is a heaven and there is a hell. When I heard it, I decided that if there is a heaven, that's where I want to go. If there is hell, I'm, I'm not, not for me. <laughs> I'm avoiding that place. Another person can hear it and, and, and come up with all the reasons why there is no heaven and why there is no hell. He says, I went by the field and I saw and I received instruction. Another person will hear it and say, wow, if God loves me so much and there is a heaven and he has sent his son Jesus Christ to come and die for me, I want to go there. And I pray if you are watching or listening, there is a heaven and there is a hell. Sometimes people don't want to hear it, but it's the truth. 
There are people in heaven right now and there are people in hell right now. It exists. If you wait to die to find out that there is a hell, big problem. Make that decision. So it's wisdom that is coming. I pray make that decision to receive Jesus into your life. Amen. The second thing that he talks about is perception. It's how you filter things and process it, filter it into your heart. And then he talks about instruction. He talks about how to make a change, to reprove a reformation. When somebody is training, for instance, to be a doctor or a pilot, you see, people that have instructions and have gone very far, sometimes they have responsibilities over lives. So if someone goes to, goes, goes to wants to be a doctor or a pilot, what they, are, what they are trying to do is they will let you study different things, even in engineering, any subject. Sometimes you go to school and it's like, why are we learning? I mean, I'm, I'm not planning to be write uh, 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 um, literature. Why do I have to study literature? Go at Shakespeare, all these things. Why? <laughs> what is that going to do with, with, with whatever I'm trying to accomplish? No, what they are trying to do is to broaden your understanding, broaden your scope. So that when you learn about literature, it, it broadens your understanding in a certain area. Your minds get bigger. Your mind gets bigger. When you, I mean, some, a, a doctor, who somebody who is going to be a doctor has to learn a little bit about physics and study about atomic bomb and all these things. What does the doctor go to do with an atomic bomb that can kill millions of people? What, what is he going to do with it? <laughs> they tell us that 80 percent of um, of the of, of the of the things that we learn in school most of the time we don't use it but they will let you learn it anyway and if you despise it you, you your mind becomes narrower but what they are trying to do is to broaden our scope so i mean if if a doctor is going to operate on someone the doctor is different from the nurse they may all learn pharmacology and different things, but the doctor is different from the nurse. When it comes to the surgical table, someone is going to be operated on, they will ask that, are you sure? You, do you really know what you are doing? <laughs> I should put, you should, you, I, this person is going to put their life in your hands and you are going to do certain things. Do you, you they, they want to check. They've received instruction at another level. Before you get on a plane, you want to be very sure that the pilot knows what he's doing. <laughs> Imagine you get into the cockpit and this pilot says, um, we are not sure today. I've forgotten my lessons in, in, in what I learned in school about how to fly this plane. You tell the pilot, pilot, please, leave me here. You can do whatever you want. I'm not going on this plane. <laughs> he has instruction. One time, a, a certain group of people were flying, and they landed unexpectedly in a place. And when they, we are talking about perception, seeing, you, you, you understand. When they landed in the place, 
they, they said that the reason why they've landed is because an eagle has entered one part, some part of the plane. So, uh, everybody should transfer to, the, to, to another plane. And one, one person in the plane went and asked, and asked the other person there and said, and asked the pilot, are you really sure we cannot fly this thing? He said, no. According to the book, I can fly with one engine, but I am not supposed to do it. I've received instruction. We are not going anywhere. Get on this plane and get on another plane. That is someone who has instruction and has been instructed with 200 people in a plane. He says, according to the book, we can go, but we are not going. I've received instruction. It makes all the difference, our understanding, our perception, our, the, how we perceive. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that in this season, may you receive wisdom from God for every situation in Jesus' name. There is a wisdom solution to everything. One time, a certain woman came, came to a pastor and said, I am having problems in my marriage. What should I do? One word of wisdom saves this person. He said, go home to your husband and tell your husband, fall on his neck and say, honey, I love you. The Bible says your desire shall be towards your husband. She went, did that, a few, not very long. She said, our second honeymoon has started. Problem solved. Wisdom. It will solve every situation. But you see, sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes when you see, when you see somebody, say, oh, this person is a wise person. It's, wisdom is not an easy thing to get. He says, oh, it's, this person is, 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 a, is, is a wise person. But it's a difficult thing to get sometimes, get across to people. Sometimes someone will be describing and say, this, this thing that you are going through, I've experienced it, I've worked in it, this and this and this is what I did. And when you do that, it will result in the same thing. You are going down a wrong path or you are, just take these steps and you'll come out of it. They say, no, 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 no. It's one of the most difficult things to get across. But I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may God not have difficulty getting his wisdom across to us in Jesus' name. Very important. So sometimes when you are studying this in Proverbs chapter 1, he goes on to say, when sometimes people will not result to receive instruction, he says, he says, verse 5 says, a wise man will hear and will increase learning, a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. To understand a proverb, the interpretation, the words of the wise, and their dark scenes. To understand a proverb. Understanding makes all the difference. There's, there's a proverb that says that the, the old person sitting under the, the, the bottom of the tree with his wisdom may see far than the young person getting on the top of the tree and trying to see beyond. That's a proverb. How do, <laughs> that's wisdom. The person sitting down there has some wisdom that the young person may not necessarily have. 
So it goes on to say, I mean, to perceive, experience. Somebody who has experience with hard drugs, when they get into that environment, because of their experience with it, will sense that this thing is around this area. The person without experience that has no idea what's happening. It's how you, somebody who, who you can get into an area. Sometimes when you get into an area, you say, oh, the people here are not doing so well. There are a lot of poor people in this area. There are a lot of rich people in this area. How you filter the words that are coming to you. And so he goes on to talk about dark sayings, riddles. When people will not receive the wisdom of God, sometimes, I mean, then when you are talking to, you know they are not going to receive it, so they might give you generalities, general ideas. Perception has to do with the reason why. This is all just in the first few verses of Proverbs. He's telling you why I'm writing this book. And usually when you want to, when you are working with someone, you want to work with somebody who has understanding in what they are doing. One time again, somebody got on a plane. They said, look, there are few people in a plane here, so move from your seat and come here. Balance this person. This person sits here. This other person sits here. Why? So that the plane can be balanced in its takeoff. You can sit there and say, I paid for this seat. I'm going to sit here. Why should I move from my seat? I'm not moving anywhere. The person in the cockpit knows exactly what needs to happen. He's saying, let's, let's, shuffle, let, let's move it around. And I studied engineering. One of the first things my professor told me was somebody was answering a question. And they said, I think. They said, don't think here. Don't bring your thinking here. It's either a zero or a one. If a civil engineer is designing a bridge and he comes up and says, I think, and even makes a small adjustment in what it's supposed to be, it can cause a whole bridge to collapse. So don't bring your thinking here. If you are that sure or you are not sure. <laughs> I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that receive wisdom from God. It can save your life. One time again, a pilot was, was flying. And when he was flying, they were flying the plane. They got to a certain altitude. This happened in Iceland. They got to a certain altitude. And when they got there, engine four failed. Engine three failed. Engine two failed. And engine one also shut down. And at that point, they said, they, they, they said let us go down a little bit to this altitude. And they were flying over a volcano. And that's how come they came up with no fly zone. When they got to that altitude, engine one came on, engine two came on, engine three came on, engine four came on. Are you not going to thank God if you are in that plane for that pilot? <laughs> oh my Lord and my God. 
Then he goes on to say, he says, to receive, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity. Justice, judgment, and equity. You see, justice is not an easy thing. Judgment is not an easy thing. That's why we, you, sometimes I have great respect for judges. Because when a case comes before that, if, you if you've ever been done prison ministry, when you go into prison, everybody, most people there think they are, they are innocent. Sometimes we get people writing from, from prison. They, 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 every, everybody thinks they are innocent. I didn't do this. I'm not, I'm not responsible for this. This, that, that, that. Because, but the judge goes with evidence. So he's looking at this innocent face, but he will do his very best to go with the evidence before him. And say, based on this and this and this, this is the judgment. I know you look innocent, but you've me may have deep, something may have happened that is so serious so now you are going to be sentenced to life imprisonment terrible but he said it's not an easy decision but that is based on evidence and, and and what he has before him if you can walk in good judgment and make the right imagine every time you are faced with a with a decision to make you make the right decision how different will your life be? It will make all the difference. Judgment, justice, equity. Sometimes you might say, oh, I mean, why did this happen and why did this happen? Why is the person who is an MVP in, in the Super Bowl paid more than I am paid? That's not fair. That's not right. But when he's training, you are not there. Why is the Olympic athlete paid more? Why is this there and why is that? Why is the, the, the professor of the, the math, mathematics, why does he know what he knows? And, and gets a, what, whatever he gets for his knowledge. When he's look, we're looking at dy, dx, and how to compute and get to the end, triple integration. You start from one point and begin to compute. And at certain levels, you will salute him for his doctorate in mathematics. His way is for a reason. Where you are right now and where God wants to take you and the challenges that you face with the wisdom of God, you will move from there to where you are supposed to be. The ability to make right decisions, right judgment, makes all the difference in your life. He says, I passed by and I saw. I passed by and I saw. Somebody else will pass by and won't get any lesson. 
I pray may God open the eyes of your understanding in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Then four, he talks about to give discretion. To give discretion, prudence to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. How many of us know that God is the all-wise God? Whatever you are faced with, there is an answer in God. Subtility to the simple. The simple refers to someone or who, who can be easily overcome. So, you, so, so to give you description, to, to, to get to that point, it means that you cannot be easily overcome. The wisdom of God will give you stability. It will give you strength. It will give you what you need so that you will not be easily overcome. You see, so many times, uh, before you take a step, sometimes there is, there is, there is, a, there is the, the, the Holy Spirit is trying to lead you and say, don't go this way, don't go this way, don't go that way. But you, keep, you may keep pushing and end up in the wrong place. This year, I pray, may you not end up in the wrong place. May you, every day, make it your quest. Lord, let me walk in your wisdom. This year, my prayer is all of us will walk in the wisdom of God. Sometimes, in some situations, a young man or a young girl may be dating somebody. They're flashing like the red lights are all there. It says to give distraction to the young person. The young man knowledge and discretion. It is the wisdom of God that took Joseph from where he was to where he was supposed to be. He slept one day as a prisoner. The next time when he woke up, he landed in Pharaoh's palace. And when the questions were asked, and Joseph gave the interpretation, and not only gave the interpretation, he gave the steps to take. This was Pharaoh's confession in Genesis chapter 41, verse 38. The Bible says, he says, And Pharaoh said to his servant, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Inasmuch as God has shown you all that all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my household. Take over. Take over. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, oh my Lord and my God, as you step out of here today and step into the community, as you step into that workplace, may the wisdom of God begin to function and be at work in your life. They will get to the place, they will say, take over. The wisdom of God will help the businessman avoid bad business decisions. You are going through the thing and the bells are all ringing that this is not good. This is not a person to do business with, but you may brush it aside and go forward. And sometimes lose money badly. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name.
Let's look at four kinds of wisdom. James chapter 3. James chapter 3. Verse 13. He says, Who is wise and understanding among you, let him show by good conduct that his works are done in meekness of wisdom. His works are done in meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. Notice this. He says, this wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruit, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Four kinds of wisdom. The first one is earthly wisdom. He says this wisdom is earthly. Earthly wisdom is what, what we call common sense, what all of us are born with. When a baby is born, when they begin to walk, they don't start walking backwards. No baby does that. That's common to all of us. Then there is sens what he calls sensual wisdom or intellectual wisdom. What you acquire when you go to school, uh, the intellectual wisdom that we fill our minds with. Don't mistake that for divine wisdom. They are two different things. Then the third one that he talks about here, he says demonic or devilish wisdom. That is the wisdom that demons you. That witches, wizards, necromancers, sorcerers, all these, that is the wisdom that they use. Demonic, devilish wisdom. It's, it's, it's here in the earth. Oh, but thank God. He talks about another wisdom that he says is from above. And that is the one that we need. He says it's first pure, then peaceable, gentle. Willing to yield, verse 17, James 3, 17, full of mercy and good fruit, without partiality and without hypocrisy. This wisdom is from above, and Jesus said in John chapter 3, verse 31, that whatever is from above is above all. This wisdom will put you in command of life situations. And this morning, as you sit under the influence of the word of God, you are receiving the wisdom that is from above in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And sometimes, you don't have to, you don't have to let circumstances force you to learn wisdom. The wisdom is from above. So, we have, I'll go over it again, earthly wisdom, one, two, sensual or intellectual wisdom, three, demonic wisdom or devilish wisdom, and four, the wisdom 
that is from above. And when we talk about the wisdom of God, that is from above, we are talking about the wisdom that is revealed in his word. The word of God is able to make us wise all throughout this year, all throughout your life. You will be making decisions and ultimately where you end up in life depends on the decisions that you make. And sometimes the wisdom of God which is revealed to us in the word of God may not seem like the right thing to do. The Bible says that the wisdom of God, that wisdom that is from God, sometimes it may seem to us like foolishness. Colossians First Corinthians 1 verse 25 says, he says, because the foolishness of God is wiser than man and the wisdom of God is stronger than man. But Paul told Timothy that if you are looking for wisdom, wisdom comes from the word of God. The word of God which is able to make you wise. The word of God which is able to make you wise. The word of God which is able to make you wise. The word of God which is able to make you wise. Second Timothy 3.15 he says, and that from a child, we are now switching our gears a little bit. Where does this wisdom come from? It comes from the word of God. And that from a child, thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise unto salvation. That salvation there is not just your new bed. It is talking about your deliverance. If you study the life of Jesus Christ, he always knew what to do. From a child, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. The Word of God is the wisdom of God in print. You cannot make it in life outside the Word of the living God. The scriptures which are able to make you wise. The scriptures which are able to make you wise. This wisdom in James 1.5, he says, is available to each and every one of us. How do I access it? There are several things. But one of the primary things. Primary ways. 
to access the wisdom of God is to walk in the fear of the Lord. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Every time we are faced with a decision and a choice, when we put God first, that is a wise decision. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that may you make a decision and a choice. Sometimes it might not seem like the right thing to do, but when you put God first and you reverence him, when you talk about fear, you are talking about reverencing God. You put him first in all your choices, in all your decisions, you have chosen God's way and you are walking in wisdom. Train yourself. No matter what the situation is, ask God and say, Lord, what does your word say about that? That is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. This year you will not take wrong decisions in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The fear of the Lord. In the, the same Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7. He says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 19 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But fools despise it. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of the law of wisdom. When you make a decision that you are going to reverence the Lord, you, whatever his word says is going to be first and foremost in your life, you are on the path of wisdom. The wisdom of God will let us avoid so many bad decisions. He says it's first pure, it's peaceable, it's gentle. From today, may the peace that comes with wisdom be yours in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the peace that comes with wisdom be yours in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. God wants you to have the very best. He loves you so much he sent Jesus Christ. He wants you to have the very best of everything. Which parents, not natural parents, will not want their children to have the very best? Every natural good parent desires that for his children. But, because they want the very best for them, they will start training and providing instruction for them from a very young age. The child might think that, oh, you see, for children, when they are very young, everything goes in their mouth. Everything goes, everything goes, everything goes in their mouth. It, to them, it's that's <laughs> it, 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 it goes in there. But 
But you start training the child. I, I remember one time, Joe, when he was very young, uh, he was playing with a to toy computer, and um, our, our third son, he was playing with a toy computer, and, and uh, I don't know what happened. I was there in the room, and Pastor Paul came and said, he swallowed a key on the, on the laptop. The, the kid's laptop. Everything goes in the mouth. <laughs> and he has started coughing blood. He says, come, 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 come. That's how, your, that's how your faith must be ready all, all the time. I said, in the name of Jesus, come out. And drop it. I said, oh, glory, oh, God. Don't do that again. <laughs> they saved me a four-hour trip to the emergency room or whatever. <laughs> where was I going with this? Anybody remember where we were going this? <laughs> oh, help me, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. So I said for, for children, everything goes, 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 goes in the mouth. No, but, but, but I was saying that parents, because you know and you want the very best for, your, for the child, you start instructing them at a very young age. And God, because he wants the very best for you and I, has given us his book. Oh, how God loves us. To receive instruction. The Bible says, thank you, Lord. Wow. Where did the time go? Thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like Jesus preaching for like three days. <laughs> Luke chapter 11, verse 13. He says, if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? He says, if he asks for an egg, you will not give him a scorpion. If he asks for a fish, you will, not, you will not give him a serpent. Your father wants you to have the very best. Let's establish that. But the choices, the decisions that you make, makes all the difference. The seeds of God's word, how you perceive, it, it determines how you act. We, we are sitting here, and just that act of obedience to get on the road that God said to do, somebody from India reached out and said, I, we desperately want to translate this book, this healing book for our people in India. The wisdom of God. You see, when you obey God, we'll get into that. When you set out your, to obey God, you see, it has ripple effects. It goes to impact, impact other people. When you set out to walk in the wisdom of God, it goes a long way. When you set out to obey and to do God's word, in, in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 and 25, he says that the wise person is the one that does the word of God. 
Sometimes we, we think about, oh, I'm on a solid rock. The storms will come. I won't move. Nothing will happen. Uh, but the thing is, are you doing God's word? The wise person is a doer of the word of the living God. That is the one, when the storms come, their house will stand. But, just for today, establish this four, this four facts. We, have, we didn't even get past chapter, verse 7 in, in chapter 1. He's saying that the reason why, the reason why he wrote the book of Proverbs is one, to know. Two, to perceive. Three, to receive. And four, to gain. The wise person He's saying that, and when you receive it, your life will not be the same. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, by the time we get to the end of this month, every challenge that is facing you by the wisdom of God, may it be overturned by the roots. That is what Job was saying. In Job chapter, because sometimes the, the challenges, the difficulties of life have a way of coming and sometimes they seem like they will overwhelm you. The Bible says, Job 28 verse 9, he puts his hand on the flint. He overturns the mountains at the roots. He cuts out channels in the rock. His eye sees everything. He dams up the streams from trickling. I like how you put verse 11 in the classic in James. He says he binds the floods from overflowing. The floods, the tides of life, he binds it. Wisdom will bind it from overwhelming you and overflowing you. At every turn, you will know what to do. And the thing that is hid, he bringeth him forth to light. But where shall wisdom be found? And where is the place? Of understanding he said this kind of wisdom overturns mountains by the roots nothing is impossible nothing is difficult and in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus I decree and I decree declare in Jesus mighty name the wisdom that you need for this season oh receive it now in Jesus name the wisdom that you need for this season receive it now in the name of Jesus the wisdom you need for that marriage receive it now in the name of Jesus the wisdom you need for your finances receive it now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus the wisdom you need concerning your children, receive it now in the name of Jesus. The wisdom that you need concerning the business, receive it now in the name of the Lord Jesus. The wisdom concerning your health, receive it now in the name of the Lord Jesus. It overturns mountains by the roots. My Lord and my God. He says, he that wins souls is wise, is wisdom. It might not seem like the thing to do, but that is the thing to do. The standing order. May God use you to lead others to the Lord this week. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So remember, if you forget anything, someone, you step out of the server, what did the pastor say? Don't scratch your head and say, pastor said, I don't remember. <laughs> he says, the purpose, the reason for the book of Proverbs, four things. To know, to perceive, to receive, and to give. And there are four kinds of wisdom. 
The first one is what? <laughs> okay, is that what was being attached? <laughs> Earthly wisdom. The second one is intellectual wisdom. It can only take you far to some extent. The third one is demonic or devilish wisdom. The fourth one is the one that we are going after this month. Wisdom from above. That will be your portion in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk. So sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.